Welcome to I Won't Listen with Eddie and Megan, starring Megan and Eddie. Now here's Eddie and Megan. How's your sound level there? I think it's pretty good. Do you want to, is your microphone okay? It seems fine. good? I'm going to bring mine up just a little bit. Yep. I heard all those noises. I made those noises. Edward. I know. I've lost all sense of professionalism. <laughs> um, all right, episode 27. What's up, hardcore wonties? Yeah, we're, uh, we're getting back to normal here. Are we? Ish. Yeah. This weekend, we went to see some friends that That's were right. also vaccinated. So we get to actually go into another person's house. For the first time. And hang out and eat together. Yeah. And goof off, watch a movie. Yeah. And the, we missed a year of their son's life. Because he's a little guy. He's a year older now. We've seen yep. photos, but yeah. but in person. Yeah. Well, such a lad. <laughs> so I'm saying that because at the end of this episode, we're going to, uh, it's an interactive podcast. Yep. Where at the end, you're going to be invited to have high tea with Megan and Eddie. Uh, correct. Yes. And there'll be some directions at the end, but you know how it goes. For my parents, they just turn it off because they don't like the interactive things. Well, we're also, we changed the the tone oh so yeah you used to have that like beep 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 is for to, i think that kind of frustrated them our friend so. it frustrated uh megan mm-hmm. she said that her dog would freak out listen which i megan. understand yeah it's so loud, we've yeah. changed the tone so not to freak out people's animals and you know their pets it's also a little more uh pleasant it also makes sense i feel like the whatever when the tones play for people to pause the podcast it should be associated to whatever kind of like style or genre we're trying to like bring to life right right but you know what we're not gonna have to do a lot more of these interactive uh episodes because people can hang out now you yeah. can go outside without a mask if you're vaccinated and just yes. enjoy the sun. Yes. Enjoy breathing that here in L.A., less smoggy air right now. Like, you know when uh, your kids are no longer taking naps? Like, when your kid is napping, you plan your whole day around it, right? It's like a thing. You're like, oh, I, I can't do that. Yeah. He's got to be in bed at this time or I, got, I have to be home. Then they, they drop the naps and you completely forget that you used to live like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I am with masks. Like t- literally two weeks after that second thing, I was like, ah. Oh, I do forget. I, I, like outside, I, I just forgot I even wore a mask outside. Yeah, sometimes I have I'll, one in my pocket or I have one around my neck. I'll like head to Trader Joe's and I'm like, oh, I didn't get my mask. So I have to go back out and get the mask. <laughs> you still have to wear masks inside. Right. Inside, and I'm fine doing businesses it. Businesses ask you to. So just do it. It's right. Not, it's not a big, it's become kind of like just something you do anyways now. Yeah. And, uh. You know, when I go into Trader Joe's to get my double yoked eggs, oh, got more. I got some more double yolks. How many would you say per? I think we're averaging like two double yoked eggs per dozen, which seems like a crazy amount. But listener Chandy, Mm -hmm. hardcore wonty, I won't listener. Power wonty, hardcore I won't listener. Not sure. Overall great person. She's one of them. Uh, she is an overall great person. Runs the comedy club there in uh, Austin, Texas, Cap yep. City. They'll be opening back up again. Uh, they've they've uh, formed an alliance with <laughs> Helium, uh, which is going to be fantastic. Those guys run the clubs. Great club. And Philly was the first yeah. one. Then they've since expanded their empire, their giggling empire. But now they're in Austin, Texas. They're moving the club's location to kind of a, like a little swankier spot. Nice. Not next to the U-Haul place that it used to be on Research <laughs> Boulevard. I, I have fond memories there. Yeah, love that yeah. place. I mean, I used to do that Columbia uh, 
record deal. There was a. Uh, I used Watchers. to give my address there. <laughs> you one penny, you get twelve albums. That's so I just why well, had to keep switching addresses to get twelve more cassettes. Right, right. There was a Weight Watchers there. There was uh, a Weight Watchers. Yeah. Was it a Jenny Craig or oh, was it Weight Watchers? It was a Weight Watchers. Yeah. WW. <laughs> and then uh, was there a bartending academy? Like a bunch of people who really want to improve their lives. Yeah. And then a bunch of comics. But what Ooh. the comics would do is is kind of like they would warm up by watching the people going to Weight Watchers <laughs> and just tearing them apart from the little, from their car. Crowd work. Yeah, a little crowd, crowd work, work inside the car so they didn't hear it. And they could go, <laughs> That'd be so um, mean. you know, get their points on their deal a meal cards. Mm-hmm. Is that the same thing? No, I don't deal think Deal a meal so. wasn't the same thing? No. It's a deck of cards that basically says, you're kind of heavy. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. You just know the term deal a meal. But there are deck of cards, right? I don't know. I think it's like a Richard Simmons. Well, thing. yeah, but you get them like, okay, I, I, I. Is it Richard Simmons or Gene Simmons? I play two proteins and one. I think it's. Oh my gosh, are they related? They could be. I mean, well, they're old enough to be twins. <laughs> I, I'm going to say right now, if I did, Richard looks way healthier. Yeah. Uh, the, and is way nicer. Yeah. Gene Simmons is such a turd. Seems a little bit much. I never went on vacation. I'm like, you were a. In a rock band. Your whole He's the Jay Leno of rock and roll. Yes. Yeah, I didn't spend any of my money. Never spent I don't know what that even means. But, uh, you know, he was a teacher. People are like, he used to be a teacher. Well, a lot of musicians fail out of other occupations. <laughs> a lot of comics Sure, he do, was too. great. <laughs> I used to have a job. Um, so, Double Yoke Chandy, we'll call yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's her... I don't think she's gonna like that. Double yokeologist. Yes. Let's call her that. She did uh, what? A deep dive. She did a deep dive. Yep. Which meant like googling and finding two articles, which is way yes. more than I did. Yeah, yeah. So this is a deep dive. Yeah. She's that's why she's the double yokeologist. Working mom, man, that's a deep dive for her. Uh, these people said that they had uh, they got a carton of eggs from Trader Joe's, yeah. and every single egg was double yolk, and they were freaking out. And yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be like, are these eggs coming from underneath some power? Where's this chicken coop? Yeah. Chernobyl? Yeah. So, and I did uh, hear the other day Chernobyl, radioactive after all these years. But uh, they were freaking out. So they did a little article about it. And there's actually a company in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which where some of my family lives. Then they sell double yokers. And they've been doing it for like a decade. So there's like a, a way to produce a double yoker? They take the eggs out. And they kind of look at them with light behind mm-hmm. them. And they can see if there's two yolks in there. Mm-hmm. And then they handpick those for like their double yolk. What do they dozens. do with the other ones? Uh, they just throw them away. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they go into the other side where people yeah. that don't want to be freaked out when they try to make yeah. an omelet those one morning. Those are normal eggs. It's a normal egg. And it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but it became a big deal when like the keto diet. Oh, yeah. Like really kind of like high protein. Right. I always thought egg whites had protein, but I guess there's probably still more in the yolk. Um, Anyways, people want the double yolk. So they've since been like shipping them everywhere. Yeah. One in every thousand eggs is supposed to be a double yoker. So when I get to a carton right now at Trader Joe's, I don't know if I'm making out like a bandit. Like, oh, look at me. I'm getting double yokers. Yeah. Like 12 is 14. Or am I doing something? Are these bad? I still don't quite understand if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I think if thing. it was bad, we'd know. Somebody would tell us. I guess I this, could. Like, com- this country can't wait to be like, this is terrible. I think what I will do is next time I go to Trader Joe's yeah. and we're like, hey, uh, do, there's a situation with your jumbo eggs. 
and see if they, I'll, I'll be able to read them. Well, yeah, I'll be able to read them. I'll just look right into their eyes. I'll do that Larry David, just stare there until they say something back to me. Like what situation? The double yoke situation. Yeah. And we'll see what goes. We'll have a little chat. I know a couple of the people over there. They're really nice. Oh my God. They all love you though. Like I don't talk to anybody. I mean, I, I do at checkout. I'm like, Hey, thanks. Yeah. But there's like people like, Hey Eddie. Hey, that's banter. That's where I shine. I'm like, oh man, that's not a bad price for a bottle of rosé, huh? (laughs) Says good conversations. Tell you what, I do love these uh, frozen minced garlic cubes. Yep. Really makes life easier. Yep. You like (laughs) talking about shit on 50. Yeah. (laughs) I do like the seltzer water. One time I got one from there that tasted a bit odd. Hmm. Didn't finish it, just dumped it on a tree. They're really good with returns, too. They are. They'll take back back any horrible case of strawberries yeah that's usually what it is it's usually yeah. like a strawberry produce you're not really like paying attention there's mold on the bottom you bring it back they're like oh no problem yeah their watermelon's not that good oh, oh a watermelon's God. good we are yet i can't believe we're talking about this well that's what we do this podcast yeah. there's no rules here there should be there should be rules <laughs> yeah that's why these haven't really caught on like terrestrial yeah. radio did they yeah. are good people mm-hmm. do love podcasts mm-hmm. but not to the height of terrestrial radio Wait, is that the Art Bell stuff you used to listen to? No, terrestrial radio is just the radio. That? Just radio? Yeah. It's like hearing over the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to listen to Art Bell, but I used to listen to that at night when I would travel as a comic. Yeah. I would uh, put on, because here's the thing. I could be all the way up in like Wisconsin and pick up 1200 WAI. But at night. The 150,000 watt blowtorch of South Texas. And why did I listen to it? Carried Spurs games. Okay. So I listened to Spurs games in my car. And then like at midnight... Art Bell would come on. And he I'm would talk so about glad aliens, you told me about shadow people. The Spurs, because I was like, why is Eddie seeking out this craziness? No, just I would listen to Spurs and then the game would end and I would be. Is, is there some truth that at night AM radio f- travels further? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it just, it does because I could never understand. I think I looked into it a little bit. Like, why am I picking up like WAI all the way up here in like right. Kansas? Yeah. And it just does travel. But it's such a powerful you know, it's the 150,000 watt blowtorch of South Texas. Yeah. You don't so get... You keep saying that, but I don't understand. Well, that's what, what they you're... would say in the ad. And oh, I remember okay. to this day. All right. WAI, 1200 AM, the 150,000 watt blowtorch of South Texas. I... The fact that you haven't ended up working up, like working for them. For WAI? Like, yeah. Well, I think they're miracle. a little bit more conservative than than they would like oh, me to be. Yeah, no, you know what? AM radio is yeah, like in sports, Texas. Uh, religion... Because I think they also was like Mariachi. Rush Limbaugh would be on there. G Golden Liddy. Like all those guys would kind of like, you know, the G-Man. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is, because I remember there's a guy that I used to work with at that, when I was a pro, when I was an accountant at that meat processing plant. Uh, you were an accountant? Well, I was a auditor. Sorry, uh, I wasn't auditor. an accountant. Same yeah, thing. Numbers. Same thing. I'm looking at margins. <laughs> hey, looks like we didn't make enough on this cheese. I think accountants have to wear like a collared shirt, not I, just any t-shirt they have. I think it was called the Mapelli Brothers. Mapelli Brothers. Anyways, it was a meat processing plant. Uh, I ended up moving up in the organization, I guess, to uh, mm-hmm. become the uh, point person for all the Taco Cabana purchases. Ooh. So, like, if you're a Taco Cabana mm-hmm. and you order on Mondays and Thursdays, you would fax me your order. Yeah. I'd make sure those got filled. And mm-hmm. then when before that, when I was the auditor, I would see these orders come in Yeah. for, like, maybe... 17 pounds of chicken. Yep. Okay. And I look at that. I'm like, we're only making a nickel on 17 pounds of chicken. So I would highlight it and put it in a basket. 
And then the people would come by and get the baskets and go to salesperson to salesperson, like, how come they're only making five cents? We're only making five cents on these 17 pounds of chicken. Oh, because maybe three weeks ago there was a problem with an order, so I'm making it up to them on this one. Anyways, it's a big to-do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. my Pelly brothers. Uh, my, my friend Shotgun, who uh, was a bass player <laughs> in the band I was managing. Is this in Texas? Yeah, yeah, okay. San Antonio. Joey was his real name. But he, uh, on stage, he was shotgun, right, bass player yeah. uh, for Triple X, mm. the band that I managed for a little while. They, Do we have that on our uh, iTunes account? I, I don't think so. They changed their name to Gypsy Wild. Okay. And then they all kind of went their own ways. Is there some Hammer one? That What's we have? that? Like a Hammer Band or something? Hammer Band. There's some really terrible band you put on our... Uh... Broken Teeth? <laughs> That's uh, Jason ones? McMaster's from Dangerous Toys. That's his Dangerous band. Toys, that's what it is. You said horrible band? Uh, How dare you? Dangerous Toys. Jason McMaster's is like the greatest rock singer. Dangerous Toys was pretty big. The problem with Dangerous Toys is when they were like getting ready to peak, when they were getting at their, high, their hottest, hair bands kind of started to fizzle out. Yeah. Because of like Nirvana and the grunge scene and all that. Yeah. So they kind of went away. But I remember like seeing them open for like LA Guns and like... <laughs> I don't. Why, why are you? Why would I know Cinderella? LA guns? All these. How do you not know L.A. Guns? All I right. Know. I the fact that you grew up basically in a monastery <laughs> is like insane to me because these are great. That bands. is true. We didn't have like a TV or radio in our rooms. Do you know Rat? Let's be. Let's go. Basic. I do know Rat because uh, my friend Mike Ventresca in grade school had a Rat poster uh-huh. and a Rat uh, folder for school, and I was like, "What is this?" So like Rat and Twisted Sister. And I've all heard this. of Twisted Sister. I've heard of Cinderella. There you go. Cinderella's but now. Teeth? Wait a second. Well, Broken Teeth is a deep cut as far as like those bands go. And what was the other one? Uh, Dangerous Toys. Yeah. But that's insane because Dangerous Toys was way bigger. They were assigned by Columbia and they were, way, you know who uh, Matt Bearden has a funny story when we lived in Austin, Texas together. I love him. I bought like a uh, Dangerous Toys pipe uh-huh. for, for smoking tobacco. Right, right, correct. You know, I'm a comic and I like to have a little tobacco You've always been at like the end a of my set big tobacco and just, guy. you know, read a book. Yeah. Curl up with a novel with a novel. So <laughs> he was he goes, he always brings up the fact that I thought it was the coolest thing that I had ever purchased. So the logo for Dangerous Toys was okay. this kind of crazy clown, which was cool. amazing. Yeah. No, the the artwork alone is enough to make you buy a Dangerous Toys album. Okay. So I had this really cool Dangerous Toys tobacco pipe. Mm-hmm. And uh me and Matt were enjoying some tobacco and novels after yeah. a comedy show back at his Big place reader yeah we love to read with tobacco yeah and uh i he just talked about how much i love the fact that i had a dangerous toys uh tobacco pipe anyways Next time getting, i see him i'm gonna ask him about that. you have to um getting back to joey joey got me the job there because his mother was second in charge at mapelli brothers and she actually hired phil who was the drummer and like and there's a lot of people that work there that were like part of Joey's band. And, That's pretty uh, great. No, it was great. Got us all jobs. She was really cool. She was really good at tennis. <laughs> yeah. No, she was. She yeah. loved tennis. You know, like some people are like, "That's all they do." Yeah. When she was not working there, or like she was like a single, like this, the single cool mom. Yeah. You know, later on in life, kind of had been divorced. Yeah. Like just total, like really, really cool to give us all jobs for a while was insane. Yeah. And then she'd just go play tennis on the weekends, like tournaments. Like, and then you guys would go do band stuff. Yeah, we'd go do band stuff. I'd make flyers and make sure they got paid, yeah. which was dumb. And then uh, basically... Did you have to car- uh, charge cover? Uh, the clubs do that. Okay, we, you didn't have to do it. We don't deal. Who was in charge of merch? 
Uh, I don't even know. We probably had, I think they had eight by tens. Okay. And that was about the extent of the merch. Yeah. Um, yeah, they would just sell them afterwards and autograph them and give them out. I remember we did a show one time in Texas that we had to like travel to do, had to bring our own stage. So it was just like pallets yeah. to make it look a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Had to bring lights, oh. the PA, all this stuff. We had to get all these things. We get there, we're running late. And it's like some little kind of podunk Texas town. Yeah. And I remember this guy with like a ball cap on and like tobacco in his mouth. He goes, if this show don't fucking start soon, I'm going to light this bitch on fire. And then he like <laughs> took out like a, the littlest lighter. Yeah. Like, cause that's all you could, I didn't I don't yeah. know. That's all he had. I'm like, all right. I, I go, Hey Steve, let's uh, Steve was the guitar player. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Bobby, come on guys, yeah. put them, get the mascara on. Let's hit the stage. <laughs> cause they would totally do their, their the, face their up. Makeup? And, uh, yeah. Did you ever like, help them with their makeup? Nope. We still have to do that on the podcast here. We said, can do that. I get to do your makeup, but you don't get to do any other parameters of the makeup. Like you what does that even mean? Because you're like, then you're going to go to Trader Joe's and then you're going to go to your friend's house. No. But the makeup, that's all you get to do. You don't get to decide what I do afterwards. I don't want to decide if I did a good job. I want the public to decide. (laughs) And that's the only way that this plays out. I'll decide. No, I know you will. But then we have to get a second opinion. We have two in the house. No, they don't know makeup. They do know makeup because uh, the one time I was on your show and I oh, yeah. was the madam of a brothel. Yes, you played the madam of a brothel. Uh, and, but you got to work with boys to men who got to meet oh, you. How, what a nice else, way to meet boys to men. Everybody else had a uh, robe on that was wearing the ridiculous outfits that we had to wear. Nobody gave me a robe. So You're just wearing like lingerie. In, yes, it's the worst. And your so robe was like a... Uh, it was a boa. Meow. It wasn't a robe. It was just a boa. No, but you also had like a uh, like a sheer robe it, over well, your lingerie. Right, but uh, so did everybody else, and then they got an actual yeah, robe then they got like over a real their robe. sheer robe. I, just, we, we, I guess they ran out. I, if I had been in charge of that production, then I, got I would have gotten introduced to boys to men, and they were all like, oh, this is how she normally dresses. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that was. True. This is how she. This is how Megan normally dresses. You're like, I, I do not. I. Uh, but I had a ton Motown of makeup Philly. on, and I remember yeah. Oliver was like maybe four. Yeah, because, you had to bring him to work because yeah. we had no childcare. Right, right. And I was at work, and they were with me all day. Yeah, trying so to write I my rant breakdown. I got Oliver to the, and Mia at his office. They're crawling around, acting like maniacs. And Oliver goes, oh, you look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> was the madam of a brothel. I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know that uh, Madame of a Brothel though. wouldn't. She is kind of raising children. Uh, yeah. I mean, in like, a way, in she's a way. like, she's like the uh, what do you call it, like fraternity mom or whatever. I don't know the the lady that usually lives there and kind of mom. House mom. Is that a real thing? I, I wasn't in a fraternity. Neither I joined the army. You're welcome. <laughs> I was not in a fraternity either. No, I know you weren't. Nor sorority. No. Right? No, no. I just didn't have it in me to pledge. If somebody's going to call me in the middle of the night and tell me to do something. Hey, where'd you go to college, yes. Megan? John Carroll University. Jesuit? It Am is I saying Jesuit. that right? Uh, people some say Jesuit. Jesuit. Oh, you know what? Let's We're going to get back to this. Okay. But we didn't do any uh, apologies. Okay. I've been saying preeti. Uh, yeah. And it's not preeti, it's preeti. Yeah. Preeti. Yeah. I've been saying it too for years. Like I was saying Megan. It's Megan. Megan. That one I still don't understand. There's Me- a difference. Megan. Megan. Yeah. Megan. Either one works. Megan. But Preeti. Preeti is different. Preeti. Preeti. <laughs> Preeti. And I think I was saying her husband's name wrong for me. You have to say like, years. I appreciate you, Preeti. Okay. Well, yeah. So R-E-L. R-E-L. And maybe you're saying Ariel? I think it was. R-E-L. Yeah, I called him Ariel. Like you have to think R-E-O, Speedwagon. Just change the O to an L. Speedwagon, yeah. R-E-L, Speedwagon. Yeah, because he was in a band. 
uh, for a while. I would love to know Ariel was in a yeah. band. Ariel. Yeah. Preeti. Now I'm too far. In my Are there head. any other I'm names that words. we're pronouncing? Uh, you know what? Hit us up with a text. Yeah. If we're si- no, don't RP, hit us up with a text. Go RP to the website. Me all the time. I oh, won't yeah. listen. Every text I get from our friends is, "Hey, sorry, I'm not using the website." But and then it uh, because they know it, it infuriates me. Yes, and I'm RP, paying nine dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. But RP's cool though. She uh, loves to text after the episode. Yeah, and then go. Uh, Eddie really had me with that story about Michigan. You really believed that we had hit something that yeah. turned out to be Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Um, my parents were listening, and yeah. they're like, "What is he talking about?" I remember making our travels from Michigan to New York, and then when I said it, they like, knew if that you I was just jump into nonsense. I can tell right away. But that one, you were very good about setting it up, about where you lived and where you were going. So I'm like, oh, this has to be real. I would have a higher percentage rate on bullshitting people if I could contain my enthusiasm for what I knew was coming. Yeah. Because like you have to like slowly set it up. You have to say it maybe once or twice over the course of 20 minutes sometimes. Sometimes you do the long game. Like when I had convinced Karen that uh, Jeff Winkler, the principal, Mm -hmm. was the son of Henry Winkler. (laughs) Like I kind of sat there with it for a little bit, and I and John still to this day says he he didn't get got, but he got got. He got got. But you just have to kind of like not rush to it, even though I so want to open the gift. <laughs> um, speaking of John, uh, he yeah. got free peacock, didn't he? He did get free peacock. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're welcome, John. Mm-hmm. There's I your mean, apology. It was his. There's so many of those uh, Monopoly game pieces come yeah. from him that I'm like. They must spend so much, or they must buy, you know what they must do? I don't think it's necessarily how much money you spend at Monopoly that gets you game pieces. Mm-hmm. It's how many uh, Vaughn's kind of like specials you take advantage of when you're there. Mm. I still don't know everything about it. I do know this though. All those things I won from I Shutterfly, think it's just the person. off. <laughs> because I went and, you know, I was making some merch for the show. Yeah, yeah. And they go to check out and you know where they get you? The shipping. Yeah. That's not free. Nobody's winning shipping. That's yeah. how that's how Shutterfly makes its money. It's not on these stupid tote bags, these dumb coasters. Yeah. These uh these pewter ornaments for your Christmas tree that yeah. I'm gonna get in April. Yeah. It's the shipping. Mm-hmm. And uh, until I get like fifty percent off shipping winning game piece. So we're I'm just not gonna doing like it. have to hand paint our own stuff and send them to our yeah, I'm gonna let it sit there in my cart, Shutterfly. Yeah. Shutterfly, it's sitting there in the cart and I'm not gonna Proceed with checkout oh, until... speaking of merch. Yes. Didn't you... Uh, Boom. The yep. shirt. Good. Mm-hmm. Took me four or five weeks to design this shirt. It was uh, getting to the point where when Oliver would come down here and get something and he'd go back at it and be like, have fun making t-shirts. And I didn't make any, but I finally made <laughs> one. And it's just words. I can't believe it took me so long to do But I went Britta through many variations. But I was like, don't like the blue. I was like, all right, taking off speaker. I like the blue. Mm-hmm. And I like the logo on it. It's mm-hmm. kind of a retro logo. Looking for something fun to wear yeah, out there. Yeah, we did there. forest green, but it looked like a sun-kissed commercial. Yeah, you want to get out there to your uh, unmaskless, double-vaxxed uh, beach parties? Yeah. This is what you wear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, a lot of people uh, in the in the biz are saying biz. this is quite the tasty treat chatter to drape across mm-hmm. one's body mm-hmm. so there's t-shirts you can go to the website i won't listen.com and there's a mm-hmm. link there how to purchase it's coming through custom ink yep and what you do is you just purchase it yourself put in your own address it'll come to you uh, i think we have to get 20 people to order if 20 people by uh, may 14th by may 14th then they'll make them but if they they'll if ship don't get them 20 and they'll be in your yeah they'll be on your bodies on your by bodies. may 27th yep but if you don't do it... It's a good way to start your summer. You screwed us all. Yeah. If you don't do it, you're only hurting us. Yeah. 
there's a dress code for this show. And yeah. it's going to be enforced. Yeah. Okay. Shorts, they have to be at least six inches above the knee. T-shirts. <laughs> it's the opposite of everything. Go the other way. <laughs> All right. So, but getting back, you went to John Carroll. Yeah. Jesuit University. Jesuit. Yep. What did you, uh, what did you, uh, how do you say in your country? Major. Major in. It was communications. Oh. Uh, and then I did a business, uh, I forget what they call it. Concentration. A concentration so like, in business. All, like a, a decent amount of business classes. The business of communicating. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of did make that your business being a comic. Correct. That's great. Did yeah. you use any of those uh, things you learned in, uh, have you ever used anything that you learned in college? Uh, a few things. Yeah. I just had general knowledge about radio and TV. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then you did work at like a morning show in Cleveland. I for did. A while. Morning TV show, right? Yes, it was their morning TV show. And didn't you have to pick up Judge Wapner one morning or? No, I had to tell him we didn't have uh, tickets for him. That's the only reason he came to town. Was to he upset? The show. Not, oh, not yeah, to be able to get to really, sort of really Cleveland mad. play baseball? Yeah, he was so mad. He started yelling at me. And That's the only reason like, he came to town? It was the only reason he did the show. Oh, like, yeah. And so he was uh, like, hey, where do I pick up my tickets? And I was like, about that. We don't have tickets. So and somebody promised him maybe they could get tickets yeah. to the Cleveland game. But I'm like, who cares if he yells at me? If I yell back, what? they're going to fire their intern? Well, he'll hold you in contempt. <laughs> it's Judge Wapner. He is a real prick. Judge, was he really? Yeah. He's not just a, a well, nice he doesn't guy. look like he wasn't a cranky guy. No, he there seems was like some, a cranky, like, uh, cranky yeah, cat. Yeah. And then it was like a lot of local Cleveland businesses and cooking segments and exercise. We used to go on morning radio or morning TV shows oh, yeah. in Austin, Texas. Yep. And uh, one time you and me went on in like matching track suits. Yeah. We went to a place and bought jog suits. Probably Walmart. I think it was like, but they were ladies ones. I made you yeah. buy the ladies one too. Yeah, because they zip up on the other side. I yeah. don't understand why it's hard for the ladies or the men to like use the other hand to zip things up or I button things. I don't know. Why is that? It's so weird. Why is the button? Why are the buttons different? But I know you were like, I can't get it zipped. <laughs> yeah, it was tight. And but it, it was, was like floral. teal, floral, teal, and had lots of gold in it. Yeah, if you were going to like design, and this is the Mirage back in like 1990. Yeah. If you were going to design like hand towels for the Mirage in 1990, this yeah. would be the pattern. Yeah. Remember it was like jungle theme there yep. for a while because they had the yeah, tigers yeah. and stuff. So but anyways, we, we put these on. We went into the thing and, and nobody's laughing when we walk in there. Like no. we're really committed to this so nonsense. at that point, we feel like idiots yeah. because they think this is They're how we dress. They're just talking like we're normal. We're only there to promote our appearance at the comedy club, Cap Correct. City Comedy Club. Yeah. And they get you on morning TV because Margie always thought this is going to bring people out. It's people that are up at five in yeah, the morning yeah. nope. are going to stay up until like nine o'clock at night to yeah. come see a show. Yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So we go in there. They're interviewing us and we're like, hey, just before we start, we're kind of in exercise mode. Uh, we do different names when we're in exercise mode. Yeah. On stage, we're Eddie and Megan. And but, we perform separately. But correct. when we're together out in public... We're Rick and Tina. We're Rick and Tina. We're a fitness couple. They, they're like, so Eddie, I know that you recently lost like a huge amount of weight. How did you do that? And I go, I believe it's when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. <laughs> And we're in Texas, <laughs> so the anchor has to just be straight faced. Like that they is a fantastic right. story. But every I'm camera laughing. person and sound person was like, <laughs> <laughs> they went right to commercial. <laughs> like we'll be right back. And, oh, I just remember the camera guy was like, "I love you guys." So we're Rick and Tina. We're a fitness couple, and that's yeah. what we like to do. Yeah. Uh, when we come back from commercial, we're going to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do some uh, leg wrestling on the. They're ground. like, nope, get out, Fred. Fred Cantu was the weather guy that I, <laughs> yeah. that I, I loved Fred Cantu. He's a I nice hope, guy. I, he probably is still there because everybody loves Fred Cantu. 
Yeah. Um, and one time I went on there and it was around Christmas time. Yeah. They don't even know. I'm just coming on to promote my show. Yeah. I made a gingerbread house yeah. that night. Like kind of like an RV trailer. Yeah, it wasn't a house. It was yeah. a trailer. It was a trailer. Like, why shouldn't people that live in double wides, which yeah. is a big portion of Texas, yeah. also make gingerbread houses? Right. So I made one and I brought it in and I'm like, hey, Fred, I made a gingerbread. Do you mind if I do? It's funny that they would just allow me to bring yeah. that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. We didn't plan for this, but go ahead. Get a table. So I brought it on there and I had like a little gingerbread man that I put like a kind of like a, a, a white tank top on. Yeah. And then like an, a lady that had like a tube top on like, with icing. I made those little. Yeah. little and I'm like, here, Fred, you can be the girl. Yeah. And he's like. I remember that. He's a weatherman who's like a normal man. He's it's like, okay. Show. And I'm like, hey, so how was your day? Um, I'm going to probably get a job. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, you know. <laughs> and then he broke the arm. I go, oh, great. Fred, you broke her arm. Now we got to call the police. And then he just kind of put it down. And I think I, I was, we went to break. I was asked to leave. Uh, I, I think yeah. I got to do the weather also. I think you had a also. beer uh, in one of their hands. Oh, yeah. I made like a little cookie little, beer. Yeah, he's yeah. Because like, he's, I was drinking all day. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm getting a job tomorrow. Yeah, it was fun. I remember when I did that morning show uh, TV, I would call our competitors and try to get on the air as a caller. But I knew they were screening it. So I'd say something normal. And then as soon as you're on the air, you just say something just disgusting. And everybody <laughs> so in our office. I was the worst intern ever. I was always late. But by being the worst the intern never ever clean. to the higher ups, you're also oh the best God. intern ever for everybody yeah. that works there with they, you. Yeah, they were like, you are amazing. And I'm like, I skipped two days of work last week. So those are like, anything else to talk? Oh, can we talk about Paul F. Tompkins? Yes. <laughs> so the show that we're watching, do you know the name of the show offhand? Rutherford Falls. Rutherford Falls. So it's on... The Peacock, which I, you know, I have three, uh, probably like two and a half more months of free Peacock. Yeah, yeah. Ed Helms premium. is uh, the, the lead in the show. Yeah, and he's like from this family, the Rutherfords, yeah. which the town was named after his right. family. They they were the first ones to ever be there. Yeah. And uh, so it's basically based on like him trying to keep the history of the family alive and preserve Rutherford. their history. And it starts out, there's a statue of his ancestor in the middle of a four-way stop. And cars are constantly hitting it, but that's the exact place where he signed some treaty yeah. with the uh, indigenous people to Correct. like be able to set up a town in Rutherford and yeah. name it Rutherford. First episode, funny. Second one, Paul F. Tompkins was on. Uh, and they're talking about the preservation of history and they just turn it into Paul F. Tompkins acts like he's like, oh, I, you know, this is great. I'm on your side. And then it just turns out to be a complete degenerate. <laughs> he is like a professor at a university, I think. But he also hosts a podcast. He's a provocateur. But he also hosts a podcast. He, Head Helms thinks it's a good idea to go on the podcast and talk about why he thinks the history of his ancestors in this town are super important. So he goes on there. Tompkins' character has a little bit of a drinking problem yeah. in it. So as he gets liquored up during the podcast, he just becomes more and more like unapologetic about anything that might uh, get them canceled. Cancel culture. And it's just, he's so funny. Oh. And that's all we'll tell you. Watch yeah. Rutherford Falls. Just watch it. It's watch, amazing. If you just want to jump into the second episode, they'll yeah. catch you up pretty fast. And uh, Paul F. Tompkins, it might be the funniest thing. But it might be funny. one of the funniest things I've ever seen or I've recently seen in a second. We were like laughing so hard. And also the fact that they were kind of like cracking on podcasts a little bit. 
kind of make the kids laugh. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, to the podcast studio. And I don't want to give away the jokes and all this, yeah. but it's really, really funny. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's the episode. Now, remember, this episode is interactive. Mm-hmm. High tea. And I think we, we love high tea. So I don't love know if it. we love high tea, but we do watch uh, Escape to the Chateau. Yeah. With Dick and Angel Strawbridge. Yes. And, and they, we've seen all their teacups. And she their, collects so many things. They do a lot of like Britishy. Like the, so it's funny like watching you watch the amount of things that she's kind of gathered over the years. I it's oh, a lot a hard time. But I also watched her pull all these things out that are like basically hummels. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? She's done a good job. Like the things that she does pick, they're not exactly hummels, but she yeah. has picked cool things. Yeah. Uh, but there's just so much. There's of so it. much. I mean, I, I if I could clear this garage of ninety percent of the stuff, I think I would just be like. We're in season five of this show, and I think this chateau is kind of done, other than a few rooms well, that are kind of like of filling out. Yeah. But uh, now it's more like... I'm sure there's like four rooms just full of crap. We saw one, because she yeah. went down there to like go through pepper shakers. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's, this is a charming little matchbook. It holds matches, it opens it up. I wonder what's... Yeah. Those matches are still in there. I'm like, those matches like, are probably from like the, later. the 1800s. Yeah. Did they make matches then? You look it up, tell us. Yeah. You ever go to somebody's house and they just have like uh, angels and... Yeah. Kids with fishing poles and frogs and... I think you're describing my parents' uh, knickknacks. No. uh uh-uh. No, my parents have... Because they've traveled everywhere through the entire world. Yeah. They have really cool, like, eclectic mixture of... Uh, yeah, and your parents are... It, everything's neatly organized. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking even about. Even their uh, collection of... Uh, what are those things? The nutcrackers? Oh, yeah. Well, those, those go away, hilarious. but they come out at the holidays. Somebody has over 100 nutcrackers. They're all over. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but the, hers was, like, just boxes of stuff. Speaking of, like, people that collect tons of things that are just, like... Mm-hmm. Our Disney passes are still good. Ugh. We got to get out there. We need to buy you a pass. One. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. I'll pick you guys Me, up. I'll meet you at the restaurant. And the kids both have one day remaining on our three-day local pass that we bought last year before things closed down. We got to get you one, and we no, got to get I'll you have on three. The, huh? No, no, we'll just get you one day. Okay. Because we have to go hit up the. Uh, you have to get on that Star Wars ride with us. Okay. It's fun. Will I puke? Ah, uh, you might. I don't know. Yeah. You've you already talked about how eyes. you're gonna throw up in space. Let's let's give it a whirl. <laughs> if I puke, I'll bring it back. All right. So this is an interactive podcast. You're going to have high tea with me and Megan coming up right after this. Correct. We love you. We're come on. We're getting it. closer. Oh. We're getting closer. Well, what are you waiting for? This is for? progress. What if the people tell you they love you? Uh, what you then you say, yeah, I love you back. Uh. Okay. Bye-bye. Welcome to the interactive portion of the podcast, where you'll be invited to join Eddie and Megan for high tea. After you've prepared your finger sandwiches, tea, and dressed up appropriately, simply play the podcast while enjoying your goodies. When Eddie or Megan ask a question or elicit a response, the bell of a clock tower will ring indicating you should pause the podcast and respond accordingly. After you have responded, unpause the episode to continue to the next section. Now please enjoy High Tea with Eddie and Megan. Sorry we're tardy. I was stitched up with my decoupage. I'm visiting my trolley from Essex, here on holiday to audition for the circle. I love high tea. Fancy a cuppa? Yes.
Yes, mostly milk pleases to not crock these fancy teacups. These biscuits are quite dry. What a treat. I'm so enjoying these jammy dodgers. I prefer chocolate digestives myself. What catches your fancy, Poppet? Well, it is rude to dunk one's biscuits. I'm chuffed to bits about the Royal Mail's new second-class stamp. Do you collect anything? Tiny spoons, maybe? Rubbish. My friend Britta from the States loves toe rings. I was eating chips back at me flat and took in a film about a professor that was an octopus. Oh, how I adore the sea creatures. Are you watching anything of worth on the telly these days? There's a smashing new sitcom called The Crown. That sounds like a proper toss about. I too enjoyed The Office, but the American version. Ish marmalade doesn't have enough seeds in it. Don't be afraid to overwater the lily, I say. I lost my virtue getting bobbed in a piggery. Where are you? Imagine attempting the prestige without a pledged Norton. Cucumber butter tea sandwiches give me bum the wet bananas. But yet I can't stop gobbling them. What gives your tummy the rumbles? Mine's toast with beans. Overegg the custard on that one, I'd say. I've got a smashing idea. How about a frightfully difficult tournament of Would You Rather? I'll present first. Would you rather eat the arse of Boris Johnson, who is absolutely crackers, or Earl Grey? That was a brilliant respond. Shall we now play Shag, Merry, and Kill? Eddie, Dragon, Chimney Sweep, Piers Morgan. I will kill Piers Morgan, pleasure the dragon atop Piers' grave in the churchyard, and form an alliance with the chimney sweep for steady income. Now you... Every bloke chooses to kill Piers Morgan. What a wanker. Can't lay blame. That Brexit was a real cock-up. Shall we call a day? I have to get to the pitch to watch the dreary Tottenham contest. Yes. Cheerio, Chim Chimmery. God save the Queen. Cheers. Cheers. And that was High Tea with Eddie and Megan.